Welcome to Psychotherapy. This is Jet Dunlap. Episode 31 is the one you're going to be hearing today. Wow, I did that a little weird, but I'm okay with it because acceptance is the first step in getting to accept yourself, which is a non-statement. Today, you're going to hear something a little different. My God, I start every episode like that, but I am random, so it is a little different. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but I wasn't able to secure the beautiful individual to ask me the questions. Gina is going to be that incredible individual. She is going to ask me a a series of questions that were asked of me when I went into my new therapy office. I went into a new psychiatrist therapy office about a month ago, and this was the set of questions they sat me down with in their little waiting room. And they wanted me to do this so they could qualify what level of psychiatric help I needed. But I thought, wouldn't it be cool if you guys could hear the actual clinical questions that they will ask someone when they come into a psychiatry office trying to qualify how you are mentally. I thought that would be kind of interesting. Now, if you don't have any problems, just enjoy it because it's going to be hilarious, I promise you. I shouldn't promise it's going to be hilarious, but nevertheless, that Maybe Hilarious episode starts right now. What did you say? What did you say in this notebook? I have no idea. I have no but recollection. Like, I didn't even recognize that as my own writing because this is so old. I found an old notebook of Gina's um, in the basement garage area here, and we're just looking into it. It's from when she was a kid. Now, this is very me on the back cover. I have drawings of, of geometric boxes. Yeah, of, uh, of three dimensional cubes. What are you, Gina's making a really weird face right I'm now as she looks at, at this what old I notebook. Wrote and. I saw it, and I don't know your old writing. Yeah. What does it say? She's smiling like a Cheshire calf. No, right I just, I'm just looking at... Did I say at, a Cheshire calf? Go ahead. I'm just looking at the way I wrote my G's and my Y's, and... That excites her. No, it's just strange. I think I was just, like, trying to make my writing girlier, which mm-hmm. didn't stick. Okay. Yeah. It was all very manly. No, I just gave up. <laughs> yeah, okay. There you go. I was trying back then. No longer. Did you ever scroll your name with my last name at the end? Did you ever scroll that? No. Really? You never tried that? No. I would write Jet Pit <laughs> in class. Little flowers for the that eyes. doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Okay. So Gina's here today in case you didn't notice. Noticed? Yeah. Gina's here today in case you didn't notice. That is my uh, special uh, guest. I was going to say assistant. That doesn't make any sense. This isn't a magic show. And if it was, well, it could be a magic show, right? Because I could do anything and they'd have to believe it. You know, I just made a rabbit appear. How could they prove that I didn't? It's true. And if I back you up. Right. It's, then then it's law. Then it's, it's law. It's pretty much I, true. I almost have a rabbit. There's a dog on the floor over there. She's okay. rabbit colored. So today's episode, we're going to uh, do something that I wanted to do last month when I uh, went into a new, what do you call it, Gina? Psychiatrist, therapist, whatever. Yeah, the psychiatrist's pers- office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this new psychiatrist's office, because I've had this horrible one for five years where I went into, I told you before, but like... I went into a basement, basically, and it was an old converted bathroom that had capped off the pipes, and I went into this room where I had to wait an hour with basically like a post-apocalyptic, think like, what is it, Elysium and and Robocop or something like that, just terrible place, graffiti everywhere, and I'd go in a room and I'd talk to a nurse practitioner on a computer who was in the room. I wasn't even, the person wasn't even there, it was just me and a computer. Anyway, so I finally got a new one because something went wrong with that, Gina referred it to me, and when I went into the psychiatrist's office, this new and beautiful location, Gina's been there too. Isn't it lovely? It's beautiful. Yeah. 
Okay, so there's a confirmation. I mean, comparatively, it's, comparatively you know, yeah. it's above ground, which is nice. Yeah, it's not a basement. Oh, there you go. Um, you what get, were they doing there? They were cutting me open <laughs> and they were doing government to, experiments. And at least you get to talk to a real person face to face. Yeah, opposed it's not a robot bathroom. Screen. Robot bathroom. Whole new episode for that. So they gave me this questionnaire and I found it so interesting slash hilarious that I thought I'd have Gina ask me the questions live recorded on the air live to you and uh, to me right now but everything's relative Einstein <laughs> hashtag Einstein okay well do you want to explain the list okay. first so yeah so Jet took some pictures of uh, the surveys that he had to do um, when he went in there and there's uh, a few of them there's one that's like a write-in yes or no questionnaire it says mental health screening questionnaire right um but that one doesn't have i like the ones that end up like a cosmo quiz yeah yeah, yeah. In, in those magazines um so the the second two there's one called the beck anxiety inventory um and then there's the beck's depression inventory so it has a bunch of questions and uh, each of the answers has a point score uh, zero, one, two, or three. So at, at the end of it, you add it up. Add up the points. And it, and it says you, if you're crazy. Instead of it being a Cosmo <laughs> quiz, you're telling a psychiatrist whether or not you're crazy. Well, it, it gives them some guidelines for it. Do you know you're supposed to do your own math? Like, they didn't do it for me. That's why you see a lot of blanks. Really? Oh, yeah. You're supposed to tally so, up all the math. I was super anxious. Well, I was going to say, they took you in there, a guy with ADD... And dyslexia who hates school. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. sit you down and make you take a test. I told the lady when she first gave it to me, I go, this is a part of the test, isn't it? She's like, what? Take the test? I'm like, where are the cameras? I know what's going on. And I don't think she got it. But uh, uh -huh. I figured it was all a part of the trying to see if I'm cuckoo bird. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. Question one. So this, I'm going to do the Beck's depression inventory. Fan sounds, you know what? That sounds exciting. No, not, not at all depressing. Yeah. Number one. So out of these four options... I do not feel sad. I feel sad. I am sad all the time and I can't snap out of it. And I am so sad and unhappy that I can't stand it. Those are your four options. Right. So when I was taking this to begin with, I thought, do they mean now? Do you know what I mean? I like, was wondering the same thing. If it's like at this moment. Right. Well, that's what I thought. And, and I, I'm, I, I don't know if they write these for dum-dums because I'm thinking at the moment sitting in the office... I was, you know, I had been parked for a long time. I had to use a restroom, but I had already taken care of that once they opened, which was nerve-wracking because I got there way too early. But at the moment, I wasn't necessarily sad. So, the th well, the third one is kind of an indicator because it says, I am sad all the time and I can't snap out of it. So I think that goes to show that it's not, they're not asking in that moment. Right. Just using deductive reasoning. Now, here's, here's another thing. First off, I hope you're playing along at home because this is definitely a home game that you guys can play as well. Here's another part of that that concerns me is that they're dealing in absolutes, which is, are you sad all the time and can't snap out of it? If I was sad all the time, oh my God. I think what the first question demonstrates is that you overthink things. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That wasn't one of the questions. Okay, so let's say... So, zero, I do not feel sad. Definitely one, not. I feel sad. Two, okay, let's go with one. Oh, one, I feel sad. Got it. Yeah, I feel sad. Okay. Moving line right along. <laughs> Uh, number two. Number two. I, you know, I'm not going to read the numbers because I feel like that'll... Ooh, uh, you think that's a subconscious thing? Like, I'm going to think, like, number two, that's like making bathroom. And that's going to lead me in a direction? <laughs> like, I have to use the restroom, no, then I'm concerned the, about that, and the, I have anxiety? The greater number, the more the severity. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, I am not particularly discouraged about the future. 
I feel discouraged about the future. I feel I have nothing to look forward to. Or, or I feel the future is hopeless and that things cannot improve. Wow. That one is definitely a, you catch me at the right moment. I mean, that's again, it's, it's, let's that's say they like have a, someone who's bipolar. I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. If you're bipolar or you're manic, yeah. your answer is going to vary at a lot of points Okay, of the day. so I will tell you the real answer and then I'll give you the answer that I have to put in the, in the game, in this game. <laughs> In this, in this game that, this is the game you want to get for your kids. Are you clinically psychotic? Okay, here we go. So the first answer is, and anyone who listens to the show would understand this, I sometimes am positive that everything I've ever worked for in my life is going to manifest in the life I have dreamed of since I was a little boy. That's not one of the answers. I'm getting there. Okay, stick with me. You don't even have to look at the screen because this one's long-winded, okay? okay. Set your sail because there's, there's a long-winded answer here. That is one of my moods, and there's only one or two. There's not like in the middle. I, I don't have a medium feeling about my life ever, okay? So the second one is, why am I still breathing? I am a complete and utter waste of carbon, and the only thing I can do for this planet that would be any good is to end my existence now. So... I actually circled A and B on one of these ones that's not a part of this test. Mm -hmm. So I would say like, I don't know, uh, split the difference. <laughs> what, what would I So I think you're, you're a little bit of I feel discouraged about the future. Yes. Because that indicates that, yes, you realize that there are challenges. Right. But there's, I think that there's still some optimism there's there. There's some hope. Yes. Well, and here's the other thing, too. I've never killed myself. You can tell by my voice right now because if I was dead ghosts have a different tone, right? That's true. Ooh, what if this is like the sixth sense? And at the end of all this, people are like, Jet's been dead for six years. <laughs> Ooh, Shamalandia. I Shamalandia is what I did. Because I'm not dead, One, of, this is one of the reasons I thought I could do this show is that I have a lot of coping mechanisms for severe depression because I haven't decided to end it all and I won't. So I guess what we could do on this is say the extremes of both sides oh, and put it in the middle. It. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because the other two say, I feel I have nothing to look forward to. Right. And I don't think that's true. Do you look forward to things? Yeah, hard to say. But it depends on what I have. If I have something to look forward to, then yes. So if I have, for instance, if we have a vacation or I have a challenge, I mean, like a, like a race coming up or something, then I have things to look forward so to. There, Currently, there I, are sometimes, yeah. or there can be things you look forward to. It's not like nothing in the world no, exists no, no. that will ever make me look forward to life. Not, not 90s, like... Right. Hesher emo. But I will say that... You're the only person I've ever known to use the word Hesher. Heshers are an untapped market. It wasn't their fault that heavy metal was not very uplifting. I know there's some Heshers out there. Some of my high school friends listen. I'm the only one representing you. Emotionally, I'm not dressed in Hesh. But uh, I was going to say when I found out that I wasn't going to upgrade the iPhone to the iPhone 11 Pro with the three cameras, I decided I had less to look forward to in life. So if I had purchased it, then I'd look forward to the 20th. Yeah, but now Apple I don't. Apple really has its hooks Hey, at you. least, do you remember at one point when I was my absolute lowest and I, I tried to get the Apple Watch, but then I put it in my cart and it got messed up? Oh, yeah. And then it took three it months. so sad. I was so depressed for three months. But I did say, I can't kill myself because the, the Apple Watch is going to come out. So what are you going to do? Okay. So that's kept me alive. Um, so in the last one is, I feel the future is hopeless and that things cannot improve. That's the last one to that choice. Yeah. 
No, I can't say that I feel that way. That seems pre-suicide. That seems suicidal thought. So so I'm going to go ahead and say that the answer is, I feel discouraged about the future. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I love how you said that so sweetly. (laughs) It's optimistic. Uh, You feel discouraged (laughs) about the future. Okay, sounds good. Compared to the other options, it's actually kind of optimistic. If you answer the last one, does a gun pop out of her drawer, do you think, in the (laughs) office? And they go, take care of it. You're costing uh, us money. They just give you some cyanide. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to three. Number three. <sighs> um, I feel I am a complete failure as a person. Huh. I like where you're going with this. Gina's not reading the list anymore. She's just, she's just looking at me and saying, you feel like a complete failure of a person. Continue. Cosmo is getting dark. Yeah. This Cosmo quiz. They're getting real dark. Okay. Um, another option is I feel I have failed more than the average person. Huh. Um, and I'm, I'm now, I'm reordering these so that you don't know they're, they're not in the, in the linear order of severity. You're shamalani the list. No, I'm I like it. it. Okay. Um, I do not feel like a failure or as I look back on my life, all I can see is a lot of failures. <laughs> <laughs> well, read that last one again. Cause that, that is actually the title of my book. When I look back on my life, all I see is a lot of failures. Again, I oscillate between those, you know, complete, deep hopelessness and hope. But I will say that I don't look at myself as a complete failure because I choose to continue. Right. So what was that one? So the ones that, so there's, so I'll rule out uh, the one that says you're a complete failure. (laughs) (laughs) Can these also be greeting cards? (laughs) Somehow, like when you read it, it's terrible. but, But when you read it aloud, it's somehow funny. Now I want you to think of something. Gina's laughing right now and she's a normie. I've said before, she's a normal person, no addiction, no uh, of the problems I have. By the way, if you are a crazy person, don't marry a crazy person if you can help it. And if you are, eh, don't know what to tell you. Anyway, Gina, when I was taking this quiz, there's people outside, but there's no one in the room. And she's like, come out when you're done, right? I'm laughing inside the room oh, while I'm taking wonderful. this quiz. They must have thought I was the joker or something because I'm like, because <laughs> that's how I always laugh. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we've whittled it down to... Thank you for the use of lumber terms. My last episode was lumber heavy. As I, as I look back on my life, all I can see is a lot of failures. And I feel I have failed more than the average person. Oh, definitely that one. Definitely feel I failed more than the average person. More than the average person. Okay. But depending on how you look at that, I don't actually... Uh, okay, that's a bad thing. Okay. Uh, number four. Number four. I don't enjoy things the way I used to. Huh. That's a buggery boo. Keep going. I, I really had an issue with this one. Continue. I am dissatisfied and bored with everything. Okay, so differentiate, though. That first one was the question. Now you're giving us the answers. Because it sounds is, like it's an extension of the question. No, there is no question. <laughs> oh, my God. So these are just... Out of these four responses, what applies the best to you? I know, but you have to say this is the okay. thing and then these so are the responses. What do you mean? This is question four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Question four. Am, I, I, am I failing? It's not really. They're not questions. Did I thing. lose? Responses. Am I sadder now? <laughs> Does this go to Santa Claus? Yeah, and he'll get you depression medication. Wow. Okay. So let's try this again. Number four. Depression medication, not antidepressive. So you're saying he'll get me something to make me more depressed? Santa's an asshole, Gina. I don't like your... I think you're talking about Krampus. Am I pronouncing that right? Krampus? Yeah, Krampus. Our Lord Krampus? Okay. Yes. Uh, don't tell him who our Lord is. We'll continue. I? Yeah, I'm sorry! 
I'm sorry. Okay, please. Is the ADD kicking in? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Here we go again. Number four. I'm my own. Go ahead. Are you done? Yep. Okay. Right now I am. But what I want to talk... No, go ahead, please, and continue. Number four. Number four. I don't get real satisfaction out of... I can't get no... Continue, Gina. No more interruptions. Please continue. Are you going to have to take a break? But it all sounds like 70s and 80s ballads now. Okay. Go. I get as much satisfaction out of things that I used to. Hmm. I don't enjoy things the way I used to. (laughs) I am dissatisfied or bored with everything. Board's interesting. And I don't get real satisfaction out of anything anymore. Now, one of the things I found interesting about this one, <laughs> can you imagine reading this test? This is what I'm thinking the whole time. This is why I took pictures of it. I'm like, I want a monologue for 25 minutes on each one of these questions. One more thing I want to mention. Now, when I say one more thing, I am lying. But I was thinking about going to the psychiatrist and saying, by the way, we're basically the same thing. I host a show called Psychotherapy. Under occupation, I'm like, I'm a psychotherapist. As long as I put a separation in those two words, it's legal. Probably, I hope. Uh-huh. It, okay, good. So that, that, yeah, loophole. So here's what I thought was interesting about that. Do you get as much satisfaction as you did? Basically, they're asking me, are you okay, sadder so, or less sad than you were when you were younger? Right, so is how is, I saw it. So this is assuming that when you were younger, you got satisfaction. That's the thing. So if you're talking about a person who's clinically depressed their entire life, then no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think that I get less satisfaction from the things I do now than I did when I was younger. But when I was younger, I didn't get any satisfaction out of them. So, so like a couple of these are comparative. So they say, then I used to. Right. And then there's, there's another one that says anymore. But then there's another one that just says, I am dissatisfied or bored with everything. So there's no, (laughs) there's no uh, context as a, a, you know, I've definitely said that before. I'm dissatisfied and bored with everything. I'm going to uh, say that I don't know how to answer that. So, okay. middle can of I, the road. Can I help you yes. with that? Uh-huh. So, there's, I get as much satisfaction. Obviously, that's not the answer. Um, I think it's probably I don't enjoy things the way I used to. Hmm. Okay. Because, and I think that there's... You know me for 15 years. Yeah, and I think that there's there can be some interpretation to that. It's not the way you used to. Well, that could be better or worse. Right. But... I think that that's a blanket statement that kind of works for everyone because, of course, you're not going to enjoy things the way you used to but then, because you are now a human adult as opposed to a child. Yeah, a human so child. you've grown and you, you know. So the other thing I was thinking about that, too, is that, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, who does? You know who does? Crazy people. Crazy people would get like, that's I love true. the sun. <laughs> oh, the sun's so great. I never knew how great it was. Then you're crazy. Yeah. So... I was looking at the instructions for this, and all it says is... This there were instructions? At the top, it just says, this depression inventory can be self-scored. The scoring scale is at the end of the questionnaire. Um, and that's it. But I think that they should have had a thing that said, give your first answer, like, to right. do, go through it quickly. Because what we're doing Well, is, that's what I kept thinking. Who is this for? We're just analyzing this thing to death. Well, that was what I was doing in the room. I don't even think you did this survey. There's, no, there's yeah, nothing yeah. circle. I, 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 t- I asked him if I could give an oral report. So I stood up. <laughs> I imagine, They wanted me out of there. I imagine you're just in there for an hour and you come out. And none of it is done, but you have a review yeah, of the questionnaire. Yeah, so I told you that when I walked in the room afterwards with my little report, there was this young lady. I mean, she might have even been younger than me, who was the, I don't know, in charge. I don't think she was even a psychiatrist. I think she was like 
we talked about. I think she was a therapist, but she sends prescriptions up to a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, there's this girl who goes to a local college or whatever. And uh, (laughs) can she watch? No, basically they said, can she observe? And I'm like, yeah, the more the merrier. I love an audience. So I was definitely like this. I was doing this and they were laughing, which I told you before, I can never have a psychiatrist who laughs at my jokes. Oh, I know. Because then you've just, you've broken them. I, I won them over. Like that one who started like flirting with me and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore because yeah. she thinks I'm too funny. Um, okay. So let's, let's delve into this question a little bit to get an accurate answer. Um, this is the next one we're moving no, on? No, the, the same one. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, so the theme is enjoyment or satisfaction. So it says, uh, I don't enjoy things the way I used to. Or, right. I am dissatisfied or bored with everything, or I don't get real satisfaction out of anything anymore. So let me ask you, what things do you enjoy or what brings you satisfaction? Because that'll answer it for you. If you have things that bring you satisfaction and that bring you enjoyment, then that cancels out some of the options. I think that the things that bring me the most enjoyment are completing stuff. You know, I mean, I don't really think of like, I'm not going to, I swear to God, I'm not going to talk about the fence anymore because that last episode was very fence heavy, but I like completing things. I like seeing things that I've done. Yeah. The process is usually, I think of it as hedging against my depression. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not going out there, even the gym, I'm fine with the gym. Would I say I enjoy the gym? No, but my barometer for that might be off too. So what a person may chemically produces being like happy with something. I don't think of it that way. Yeah, I like completing stuff, but I don't think of a lot of tasks that I look forward to that are PG. Well, even though you, t- you talked a lot about it uh, in the last episode, it's still a good example, the fence, yeah. because it's something that required physical work that you see the process and then you can see the end result. Right. So it's very clear cut as far as achievement. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so hard about doing anything on the computer or fitness to some extent, because you're not seeing the results instantaneously. And I talked quickly. about that in the last episode a little bit. So yeah, I like results. So I'm not completely miserable, I guess, for the most part. Yay. Do I sound confident? I said, I guess for the most part, sometimes. So you don't enjoy things the way you used to, Yeah. but you still get some satisfaction. I do. I get a little satisfaction. So that song does not apply to you. No. Well, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> okay. From Moving that song. on. We've Moving made it on. We've made it made it all the way to number five. Number five. Wish okay. I had Paul Schaefer for like the top thinking, ten countdown. I was thinking you need some some ah, a live, Okay, Dave. A live band or a yeah. sound effect. Okay, number yeah. five. Number five. I feel quite guilty most of the time. Hmm. This one's this one's an easy one. I feel guilty all of the time. I feel guilty a good part of the time, or I don't feel particularly guilty? Consciously, no guilt. I feel completely and utterly guilt-free. Remember when I did that whole apology thing? I went through making amends with everyone. Mm -hmm. I literally have no outstanding guilt I feel for anyone in my life whatsoever. That said, Hmm. I feel a subconscious guilt constantly. So I find myself just like the, the Catholic, I feel that I will not do something. I will stay away from something. I will treat someone a certain way. And I'm like, why am I doing that? And then I'll go, oh, there's this concept of guilt that I didn't even realize I had. 
Yeah, it's a pervasive thing that yeah. you've had since you were a child. Right. And it's going to be really tough to get that out of you. Right. So subconsciously guilty, but as an adult, no. I, I feel no guilt about anything. It also... Which is pretty good. That's actually a pretty yeah. good thing. And probably sociopathic. I mean, I kill people, but I feel no <laughs> guilt. It's like Dexter. Uh What's funny to me is that with this question, it doesn't specify uh, whether it's internal or external. They won't. I mean, it's too difficult yeah. to answer. Because I feel like we all guilt ourselves about right. what we're doing or what we're not doing. But you could attest to the fact that I have a lot of residual guilt about mm-hmm. stuff. And I approach certain things where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or I want to, you know, I have this weird guilt that I notice people who aren't raised that way don't consider that. But I don't have any guilt. I mean, the easy way is I have no guilt because okay. I, I don't. I don't have any guilt towards anyone or anything that I've done to anyone. Excellent. Okay. Whew, that one was relatively quick. Yeah, that one was easy. Number six. She's I, making a face. This is a strange one. I don't feel I am being punished. By who? Mm. The Lord? The Lord. Oh, I do. <laughs> if you believe in him, Oh, I believe. Even if, he, even if I don't believe in him, I believe that he's punishing me. Okay, well... <laughs> But I'm going to so get even with him. You already said the answer pretty much. So I even the score. Here, here are the options. I don't feel I am being punished. I feel I may be punished. That's a, that's weird phrasing. I feel I am being punished. Uh huh. Or I expect to be punished. This is getting really sexy. <laughs> I, I uh, the way, especially the way you said it there. I think context-wise, it didn't feel as erotic when I was doing the test in the uh, in the office in Van Nuys. But uh, I don't know how to answer this. So I'm going to talk a lot. <laughs> That's how you found okay, this far. Okay, so listen, here's the deal. You won't find out till the next episode how I answer this question. What's the question, Gina? It's not a question. God darn it. The statement has to do with the feeling of punishment. Okay, so do I feel I'm getting punished? Yes. Find out next time on a very exciting episode of Psychotherapy with Jet and Gina. Does Jet feel he's getting punished by God? Thanks for listening. I'm Jet Dunlap and this is Psychotherapy. That didn't end well. I I thought I could have... I liked it. Oh, no, but I mean, it could have been like Psychotherapy. Uh... And then I end. (laughs) 